When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this episode, we continue our conversation with Phil Gerbyshak on how to become more self-aware. Get excited, because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps. Big changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in today's episode, we continue into part two of my conversation from a few weeks ago with Phil Gerbyshag. Now, if you did not catch part one, I highly encourage you to listen or watch that first. That is episode 539. I highly, highly recommend you go there first. Get the full context on this conversation because it was a phenomenal one. We covered topics like all the different uh, tests and uh, different personality assessments that you can use to help you better learn about who you are, what roles you would be best suited for, the ones that he personally loves and uses in his own life and that he recommends to others. And we talk about how he sort of found his path in the sales world as a sales leader and how you can find your own. So this conversation was phenomenal. And again, I recommend you get the full context by listening to episode 539 first and then coming back here to episode 540 to get the second half. Now we're going to jump into this conversation here in a second. But first, let's take a look at today's sponsor. Support for this episode comes from Manscaped. If you haven't heard of Manscaped, they are the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Now, as a guy who has tried a lot of different ways to keep my downstairs area groomed and healthy, it pretty much has always been an awful experience. From hair removal creams that burn your more sensitive areas to all the nicks and cuts that come from basically every razor out there. I've dealt with it all. So when I first heard about Manscaped and their innovative skin safe technology, I was honestly a little skeptical. But I decided to try it anyway, and their Lawnmower 3 product is literally, literally the best downstairs shaving experience I've ever had. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents. To put that simply, millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. With this product, manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. But don't just take my word for it. Try it out for yourself. Pick up a Lawnmower 3 today for yourself or for your partner and get 20% off plus free shipping by using the code TINYLEAPS at manscaped.com. That's www.manscaped.com. Go to manscaped.com and use the code TINYLEAPS for 20% off plus free shipping. So you have been 
it sounds like like obviously you've been in sales for a very long time. How did you decide that sales was the direction you wanted to go? And how can maybe people who don't know what their path is, their their career choice should be, how can they discover that for themselves? Well, sales was, again, I think in many ways it was accidental for me. It wasn't on purpose. I saw mm-hmm. that serving mattered. And I, I've always been about uh, serving, you know, taking care of other people, putting other people um, at least on an even plane, I I, I I can't say that I've always put other people first. I, I certainly, I do my best to do that now, but I, I certainly always put people at least in an even plane. And I realized that's really, at the core of sales, that's really what sales is. It is about mm-hmm. helping other people f- decide to do things in their own best interest, to serve their needs, to solve their problems. So for me, um, you know, I've taken a lot of, personality tests. I've taken a lot of career tests. I've taken, uh, I've read a lot of books. I've tried a lot of different things in my, you know, both in my side business, as well as in my career. And I've been fortunate enough to find that sales is really good for me. Because I like to do not only do I like to do it, but I found that I also like to teach it. And I think for me, that's where my magic comes is that if I can share it, and do it, I can really enjoy it. Because if it's just about me doing it, it's alone. And I'm an, I'm a big time extrovert. I really get energy from other people. So I find that that really helps me because I get energy from other people. Well, that works in sales. I find that I get energy from the job, from the from actually helping people make those decisions. So that's a second piece of sales. And then the third piece being the training piece, I get to teach other people, whether that's my customers, whether that's the salespeople that I serve as a sales trainer, um, or that's somebody else that's in the audience as a keynote speaker. Any of those help me then uh, do that. So how do I recommend that other people do that? Well, take some assessments, try to find out what your interest is, and then dabble. Be mm-hmm. an experimenter. I'm a relentless experimenter. I love to try new things. And that means sometimes just looking at the old things that I've done through new lenses. One of the books that might help folks is a book called Invisible Solutions by Stephen Shapiro. It just came out. It's got 25 different lenses that can help you reframe questions and see things in a different way. Mm-hmm. So um, that that might be helpful as well because, again, sometimes it's the way we look at things that help us find what we love the most more yeah. than it is doing the actual things. Yeah. Um, so I actually read that uh, you've taken the Clifton Strengths Finder as well. Uh, but one of the things I've always been on the fence about, I guess, with, with these assessments, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on, is obviously no individual assessment or even a group of assessment can really tell you everything about yourself. Uh, so what in your mind is like the real value of tests like that? Well, they, not, as you said, none of them are perfect, mm-hmm. but all of them leave some clues as to what uh, might be me. And that's important, right? I, I think about, you know, my top five uh, my top five strengths, if you will, on the Clifton Strengths Finder are woo, communication, maximizer, positivity, and futuristic. Mm-hmm. Well, with those, I read them, and sometimes they, they don't fit, right? In my case, these all actually fit me exceptionally well. But as I read those, I think about that. A, is that the person that I want to be? 
So as I'm reading these assessments, right, that's that's part about self-awareness is learning that. I mean, if I see Wu show up 16 times on 16 different tests, right. well, that's likely pretty true, right? And if I don't, if I, if I only see it on one, well, then I can discount that. And that's why I recommend taking more than one. I don't think any one test can help. But in this case, right, Wu, communication, maximizer, positivity, and futuristic, well, absolutely, right? I love to meet new people and win them over. Okay, that's woo. That's really great. I can put my thoughts into words. Okay, mm -hmm. that's communication. That's good, right? And, and maximizer, I can transform something strong into something superb. That's the basis of make it great, right? That's it there. Positivity, mm -hmm. right? Contagious enthusiasm, upbeat and getting others excited. Heck yes. And then exceptionally talented and futuristic is inspired by the future and what could be. So yeah, absolutely. Those do fit. But I bet there's others that don't. So yeah, um, it's it's about measuring and weighing and seeing, okay, does this one mm -hmm. fit? If it does, consider it. If it doesn't, then move on. Yeah, so it's it's really about getting as many little clues about yourself as you can. It's not necessarily, oh, this test is going to tell me who I am. Absolutely. It's more so, Absolutely. what can this reveal about uh, the parts of myself I may not know? That's right. That's right. Helps us helps us find some of those blind spots too. Again, if we see something that shows up over and over again as a strength or a weakness, we can mm -hmm. then choose to accept that and work on it or choose to strengthen that and make it even better. Yeah. So do you have any uh, favorites beyond the Clifton Strengths Finder? Um, so I, I love Sally Hogshead's fascination test. Mm -hmm. uh, it's at howtofascinate.com. Um, How I'm fascinate a big fan of Sally Hogshead. Uh, she's, she's definitely one of my favorite uh, speakers, one of my favorite authors, one of my favorite assessments, and I've been fortunate that she's actually one of my friends now. She, funny enough, she lives about an hour and a half from me in Orlando, which is very comical, but she's really brilliant. She's spot on with all this stuff, and I, I strongly recommend that people take that test and to see because it's about kind of your branding, right? How do you see yourself, right? How mm -hmm. do you see that? And again, it is about your connection to yourself. And I think more than anything, that's important. So combine that with How the World Sees You, which is her second, uh, which is one of her other books, you'll, you're really set up for success. So that was howtofascinate.com? That's correct. All right, great. And for those of you interested, I will have that as well as the uh, Strengths Finder text uh, linked up in the description of this episode. Uh, so jumping ahead here, there is this concept in your book that um, sounds it, it resonated with me a lot. It sounds very similar to something I've been saying to my audience. Uh, you have this idea of feeding your friendlies. And it seems like this is similar to something I've been saying, which is to focus on proving your supporters correct rather than proving your haters wrong, um, which is a, an, an idea that pops up a lot in personal development circles, entrepreneurship circles uh, of just, oh, well, you know, the more haters I have, the better, because that means I'm doing something right. And I just feel that that's approaching your change and your growth from an inherently negative place rather than all of these people support me and they think I can do it, so I'm going to work hard to make sure they're right about me. Uh, what, what, first of all, what are your thoughts on that? And second, could you expand on the Feed Your Friendlies concept a little bit? Sure, Greg. So first, I, I 
completely agree with you. I think if we can surround ourselves with love instead of hate, we can win a lot more. And by that, I mean love as a feeling, not love as a romantic love, right? We surround ourselves with that and, and that'll insulate us from a lot of the crap that's going on in the world. And we stay focused to that. That's definitely going to help us as opposed to, ha ha, I proved another hater wrong. Now, sometimes we need that motivation for sure, mm. right? Sometimes that, that might give us the acts, the activation energy to get started, but seldom does that keep us uh, keep us motivated. Seldom does that keep us uh, going, uh, proving those haters wrong. Because what happens then? I, I've I've found because I've done this, um, you know, and, and this is where I've transitioned my brain. When I used to do that and focus on proving those haters wrong, as soon as I slip up, then I hear, "Ha, they're right," mm. and that's no good. So the feed your friendlies concept certainly is a lot like that, but it's also even one step further, and that is supporting those people that take good care of you. So feeding your friendlies means taking those really great people, your biggest supporters, and cheering them on even louder, making them even stronger, even better, so that you believe them even more. So if I think about that, there are certainly people in my life who, you know, when I when I met them, maybe they were, you know, maybe they were at an entry level position and now they're in a much higher position. I hope that I've contributed in some small way to their success, but if nothing else, I can rest uh, rest easy knowing that they have grown during our relationship. Mm -hmm. So that could mean, you know, giving you a call on your birthday. That could mean celebrating your anniversary. That could mean, Greg, when your when your book comes out, uh, you know, having you on my podcast. That could mean. Um, you know, sharing your book with my friends. That could mean taking what I've learned from you and turning that up even more and then giving that back to you and suggesting, hey, you know what? Here was your idea. Here's a little bit of my idea and here's even more. It could mean taking the time to go to lunch with them and buying them lunch, buying them dinner, right? Feeding your friendlies in that case is quite literal. But the people that are your friendlies, those people that are on your side, deserve our love and attention more than anything. So take the time to feed them. Take the time to really nurture those relationships because those are the ones that are going to nourish you when times are hard. Yeah. Yeah, that makes perfect sense and as you said going that extra step of actually supporting them as well is massive. Uh so Phil, I've got uh, one last question for you, and then we jump into the final segment of the show, which I call Five Tiny Questions. Um, real quick, where can people connect with you and sort of dive deeper into your world? The easiest way really is to find me on LinkedIn. There's no opt-in or anything. You can connect with me there. Send me a connection request. Tell me you heard me on Greg's show. My last name is Gerbishak. It's G-E-R-B-Y-S-H-A-K. If you can find me there, you can send me a connection request. If you're shy, you can click on the dots and you can just follow me and get my updates there. Really simple. Or go to philgerbishak.com. Check that out. Uh, that's the easiest way to do that. My phone number is everywhere. So if you're really bold and really brash, <laughs> you can always give me a call too. Awesome. Now we'll make sure to link all of that up in the description. Uh, so your book is titled 10 Ways to Make It Great. Uh, you've written numerous books since. You, you've spoken all over the place. Uh, so you clearly, whether you, you go back and you feel like every single one of these you've lived by in the last 15 years or not, you've clearly done the job. You've made it great. Uh, what, if you had to give somebody one thing 
that they could do today, start or start today, what would that be? What is the number one way to make it great that you can start right now and over time uh, create something for yourself? Well, I, it would actually get back to my, you know, my the beginning of my book, and that's to begin at the end and work towards today. So if you think about that, where do you want to end up? If, if, if everything were to go south tomorrow, where would you be in an ideal world? Or where are you now? And then work towards that. It's really important to be somewhat self-aware. Um, I would tell you it's most important to be mega self-aware, but it's, you're not going to start there, right? I didn't start there. You won't start there. So um, figure out, okay, so where am I? Where do I want to be? And then just take a couple steps towards it. You do not have to, you can't make it great tomorrow. You can't make it great probably this week, but it, over time, you can make it great. You have a choice. And so just make that choice. Decide that you want to make it great. Figure out where you are right now figure out where you want to be and live your life according to that. That's how you can get started right now. I love that. And I'm going to link the uh, uh, Clifton test and the Fascinate test in the description uh, if you need a little bit of help figure out figuring out where that end goal might be. Uh, so, Phil, we are jumping into the section I called five tiny questions. The first one is, do you prefer pens or pencils as you're writing utensil? Pens. Pens. Three for three. Um, I'm personally a pencil man, but I, I, whatever. Anyway, what is your number one recommended book? Number one recommended book. Love is the Killer App by Tim Sanders. And then if okay. I had to give you a 1B, it would be Phil M. Jones' Exactly What to Say, The Magic Words for Influence and Impact. Oh, I will link up to both of those. Do you read fiction at all? Very little. Okay, do you happen to have a recommended fiction book? Sure. Uh, Ready Player One by Ernest Cline. Oh, that was great. Great book. Yep. Phenomenal book. Uh, what does your morning routine look like? Morning routine. Let's see. So get get out of bed, check social media. Um, I take my medicine in the morning, have a cup of coffee, respond to email, and then if I have time, then I go for a walk. But often I'll go uh, for a walk after work, now, if, if not in time of crazy corona, when I'm not working from home, I actually will flip that up and I'll work out first thing in the morning. But right now, nice. I find that it's good to decompress my brain at the end of the day with that walk. Nice. Uh, and then who or what are you most grateful for right now? Who or what am I most grateful for? I would say I'm most grateful for my fiance, Stephanie. She is sure. fantastic. She really rocks my world. She's a great support to me. She challenges my thinking. She's a sales manager, so we can talk about that. Nice. She's got two great kids, and she loves me to pieces, so I'm super grateful for her. That's awesome. Well, Phil, thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. Thank you for having me, Greg. And that wraps up my conversation with Phil Gerbyshek. I just want to say thank you again to Phil for being on the show. And if you enjoyed this, I highly, highly encourage you to connect with him over at philgerbyshek.com or just check the link in the description of this video and you'll find his website there. Listen, if you haven't already, be sure to click subscribe wherever you are tuning in today, whether it's over on YouTube or Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or wherever you consume this show. Thank you from the bottom of my heart and do not forget to click subscribe. If you know someone who could benefit from this episode who wants to learn more about how to develop self-awareness, send this to them. Let them know that this show exists and let this be a resource for them. Thank you so much again for tuning in. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take 
every day. Every day. Every day.